In this episode, we're going to be talking about and discussing Web 3.0, the next major iteration of the internet, one in which users will take back control from the centralized corporations, big giants who have access to data and who are currently dominating the web. Yes, Web 3.0 is going to be for us and not for the bigger corporations. Let's dive into that right after this intro. Hello you awesome beautiful people, hope you're having an awesomely amazing time in your life. My name is Digital Pratik, your smiling and practical host and host who is helping you succeed with your personal branding journey using branding and marketing which works in the now. Get ready to rock and roll with marketing thoda hatke but marketing with smile. Here I present to you today's Jor Vichar. Welcome back guys. So let's understand what this web 3.0 essentially is. It's just a new way for individuals to use the internet without giving up their data or information or any valuable stuff to some bigger corporations. Now, before we jump into web 3.0, we first need to understand what web 1.0 and web 2.0 is. The first phase of internet, which is web 1.0 was kind of static. It was all static instead of dynamic. Meaning, we started using internet, be in the sense a lot of you might not even be uh, probably born at that point in time. This was the age when uh, maybe even my parents, they started using this web 1.0. And web 1.0 was all about static websites. If you have three to four pages, that's it. So basically, it was not about putting out your own content. It was just consuming the content. Or in other words, web 1.0 was all about reading and not writing. Now it came web 2.0. Web 2.0 in short was kind of social media. So in this next phase of internet, which is web 2.0, we all started putting out content on platforms like YouTube, Google, Facebook, Twitter, etc, etc, etc. So now this internet became more social and collaborative and we started exchanging information within ourselves. But in the meantime, what happened was the biggest disadvantage of Web 2.0 right now, which is kind of invisible, which people don't even care about is the data, the information, all the personal information which we are putting out on internet, it is actually controlled by the bigger corporations like Facebook, Google, and many, many other app, uh, 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 what do you say, uh, these organizations or corporations. So they take our data. Now we are not saying that they, they are uh, using it unethically or ethically. We don't know that, right? But the point is our data is with them. They are controlling that. And based upon that, we are being sold information back to us. We are being uh, uh, treated like somebody who is just giving them information to build algorithms for their applications and social media. So that is what is Web 2.0. Now, there is th this this is a disadvantage, but I would say it is also a lifestyle which we humans have adapted to. But that's where Web 3.0 is going to be changing the way we start using Internet. It is not yet there. It is currently still being built. So there is no single established uh, uh, Wikipedia kind of definition for Web 3.0. Uh, and I'm sure it will never be as well. Because you know what? Web 3.0 refers to an internet that is built upon decentralized networks such as cryptocurrency coins like Bitcoin, Ethereum and so and so. 
Now, the key innovation of these networks is that all these platforms which are built upon decentralized networks, they are not um, based on some information which we provide to them. We don't have to fill in the full name and details and then we have to create an account and things like that. No, the key innovation of these networks is the creation of platforms that they don't require a single entity. They don't require a corporation, meaning there is Google, there is Facebook. All these are owned by a corporation. We don't own. But over here in Web 3.0, the platforms or the networks or the web 3.0 in itself which we would be using won't be controlled by any of these corporations that's because every user and operator of these networks must be following one set of hard-coded rules which is also known as consensus protocols now we don't have to go into the details of that but that is just one thing uh, which is like there now now let me tell you if you're using internet do you even care about what is the technology behind HTTPS or IP, TCIP and things like that? We don't care about that, right? It's just being seen in every single website that we have HTTPS and www. But have you ever gone into the technologically technological part of these terms? Never, right? Unless you are a hardcore programmer and you are into that field. But other than that, most of us, uh, like me, we are not even like like we are not even worried about what is there. All we worry about is using internet. So similarly, these protocols in Web 3.0 also will come, but we won't care about that. All we would care about is that they follow certain protocols. Now, there is also another thing which is awesome about Web 3.0 that these networks allow value or money to be transferred between accounts. Uh, recently, I have been transacting a lot with respect to Ethereum and all, and I have been using some decentralized applications and I'm just in love with those. All right. So these are the two things like decentralization and the way we would be dealing with finances would be the key two pointers with respect to Web 3.0. Now you might be wondering, Prateek, tell me who invented Web 3.0 or who is going to be the credit owner of Web 3.0. Now that's the magic. There is no single creator of Web 3.0. Instead, it is just an ecosystem where decentralized applications would be built upon some blockchain technologies like Ethereum, Bitcoin, EOS, Tron, etc, etc. All right. And they are recognized as the leading as leading the way for Web 3.0, especially Ethereum right now. So there is also a Web 3 foundation. If you want to check out that, you can go ahead and check out that. Maybe you can just Google that, uh, which is run by the founders of Polkadot Network. Polkadot is one of the coins. Now, while I'm speaking this, if I go into my exchange, EOS and Polkadot are the coins which just grew like crazy shit today. All right. If I'm going into my exchange right now, EOS has grown 33.73% in the past 24 hours right now. All right. And uh, Polkadot has uh, grown 5%, close to 5%. So these are the coins like, I, I mean, these are the coins which are once again built upon Ethereum blockchain technology or they have their own network. So this is the future, guys. This is the future. And I'm telling you the, the biggest advantage of Web3 is that it attempts to address the biggest problem that has resulted from Web 2.0, which is we are giving our, our data, the personal collection, the personal data collection by these bigger giant corporations and private networks. 
which are then obviously sold to some of the other thing or uh, based upon the data maybe the algorithms are developed and things like that that is over here zero potentially it would never ever happen in decentralized world the network is decentralized so no one entity controls it and the decentralized applications which are also known as dapps d a p p s are built on top of the network which are open they are built upon ethereum blockchain network or they are built upon polkadot network uh, or or any other coins which allow uh, this kind of technologies so the openness of decentralized web is that it means that no single party can control i'm saying this again and again because this is one of the crucial points which you have to understand nobody owns this we don't have to give any data anyone is able to build and connect with different dapps without permission from a central company from any government all right and as i discussed that money part the way we would be dealing with finances on decentralized web or decentralized finances the applications which would be built upon decentralized networks known as dapps that is also going to be crucial so instead of having to rely on some traditional banks that are tied to governments and we are restricted by some borders and let's suppose if you have to send money to american stocks then you have to deal with some overseas transfer you have to wait for a couple of days and all these things all these hassle won't even happen over here it would be like within seconds your transfer would happen when it comes to decentralized finance all right and on top of that yeah one interesting thing let's suppose if i tell you that uh, you get paid while surfing on google chrome how does that sound to you <laughs> i know that is not even possible right now but in decentralized networks or web 3.0 there are applications right now as well there are a couple of browsers right now which are actually giving you money you get paid for surfing on those browsers one of those browser is brave browser b r a v e brave browser i have been using that browser since past couple of weeks now and i am just in love with that that that, that is that brave browser is built upon bat token basic attention token that is the technology on which it is built so it is one of the decentralized browser right now which actually gives you money all right you can you can obviously you can uh, search on internet about uh, that more i'm i'm not going to go detail about that this is just about web 3.0 so there are many web 3.0 dapps that are currently available and uh, this is this is just getting started the future of the web is about increasing usage usability and scalability and this is just getting started with ethereum right now the largest and the most popular smart contract platform it is definitely definitely moving towards betterment of humanity i believe that we all would be loving uh the way we would be using internet in upcoming decade this is just my personal opinion one man's point of view just sharing my practical experiences i'm documenting my journey towards simplifying blockchain or cryptocurrency or decentralized finance as i learn i apply i'll be just sharing my practical experiences day in and day out through this podcast that's the end of this episode it really means a world to me you have stuck till the end of this episode thank you thank you thank you so very much just one little request if you can just subscribe on apple podcast if you are using iphone or follow me on spotify if you are using spotify to listen to this episode 
or any other platform make sure you also share it with your friends take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your instagram story i'll give you a free shout out to as many as possible and i'll see you on the next episode with that been said this is your host and those the digital pratik signing off stay awesome and keep smiling